0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Reconnect My Heart podcast The show that we talk about life's problems That may break or tear our hearts apart On Reconnect My Heart We'll discuss God's answers To life's problems To reconnect our hearts back To the way he originally made us I'm your host, Brother Prater I'm so glad you are able to join us If you have any questions Comments, if you just want to listen to the show Feel free to call us at 516 453 Nine one one eight. That's five one six four five three nine one one eight. Or you can go to our website, which is www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash reconnect my heart. You can go out to our chat room, which is on our website, which is available right now. You can ask questions. Leave your comments or send a prayer request I would like to say a huge hello, hello, hello To my church family, True Believers Tabernacle Church By our senior pastor And Pastor Otis Logan If you're ever in the Dallas-Fort Worth area Feel free to come and worship with us We are at 4204 Cardinal Drive Dallas, Texas 752 one, six Once again, I want to thank each and every one who are listening to this show And thank you, thank you, thank you For your continued prayers and
0: support Today
1: we're going to do something a little different um, This actually was on my heart a lot of things transpired this week and what we're going to do today we're going to talk about when
0: things
1: or when you're facing situations that are beyond your control
0: excuse
1: me you know in li- <clears throat> excuse me in life there are things that we deal with and regardless if you are a safe unsaved, new convert, a seeker. There are things that we deal with in life, and sometimes regardless if you've done things in the past where you regret or sometimes just life in general, things happen. And it's time for us to really just start talking about specific situations that we deal with in life. Um, today we're going to entitle it, Why Me? <laughs> Just point blank. Why me? I'm pretty sure many of us, uh, I'll tell you, many of you all who might be listening right now, might have dealt with things and it was no fault of your own. There are things that happen in life that we don't have an answer to. And I'm going to tell you this. A lot of times people often try to pinpoint, well, you must have did something wrong. Or they say, Oh, it must be karma. Well, I'm gonna tell you this. Life carries situations. Sometimes life carries problems. Sometimes it's just a part of life. Sometimes You can look at someone who may be doing well, someone who may be fit, someone who may be healthy, and then the next thing you know, you hear that they pass away. Many of us have lost loved ones that they were here today and they're gone tonight. There are things that happen that we really don't have an answer to. And sometimes things happen where, like I said, sometimes Things happen to us that are no father home. You know, I was looking at my son. I had my son this weekend. My son's 12 years old, and I was just looking and just listening to him talk about school. It's a lot of kids that are being bullied. Do you think a kid wake up one morning and say, you know what? I don't mind somebody messing with me. I don't mind somebody picking on me or trying to take my lunch money. No. Also, you look at especially what's going on in the news, there's so much stuff happening. And sometimes, I mean, you'd be surprised if you have to go out with some of those police officers and just have to ride with them to go to some parent house to tell them that their loved one was shot or killed or they're missing. I mean, uh, Lord knows, especially with um, the military, my heart goes out to uh, those who are serving in the armed forces. You know, we have to continue to pray for them. And they doing that. They're they signing up to protect us, to protect this country. And it's not a guarantee that they're going to be coming back home. It's not a guarantee, regardless if you're in the military or not. It's not a guarantee that you leave home going to work or even going to the grocery store, going to school. It's not a guarantee that you're coming back home. So we have to realize the things that are going on, this evil that's in this world, we have to, re- we have to realize where it's from. It's from the devil, point blank. It's from the devil, and also it's from people who has really just allowed themselves to be used by the devil, point blank. I was talking to a good friend of mine today, and she told me that there was a kid that carried a loaded gun to school, and this was in the Dallas area. I mean, my gosh, there's so much stuff going on. So we have to realize what we're dealing with and sometimes just, like I said, just life. Life carries situations. So that's why it's very important for us to really seek God coverage in our life, covering our life, protecting us, and not just protecting us, but also protecting people, protecting not just those that you love, not just those that you're related to, but just pray for people, pray for people in general, regardless if you know them or not. But I do want to say, With the things that go on in our life, sometimes things that happen to us, you know, so many people that ask why. You think about a child who parents got a divorce. You know, a lot of times kids blame themselves, and especially when they're having to choose one parent over the other. No child would want to be in that situation. But sometimes children are put in adult situations because of the adult, not the child. And so now they have to choose, and now they have to make an adult decision as a kid. And they're wondering why them, you know. And so with that, we have to be mindful that Everybody needs prayer, and just because things happen to you in life, that doesn't mean that you ain't saved. Things happen in our life, regardless if you're saved or not. Like I said, they're just a part of life. But realize because we are saved, because we have accepted Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, we're not alone. We're not living this life alone. We're not living this life without help, without support. But I do want to say this. You think about when people try to pinpoint or try to put the blame, because, you know, you're dealing with people. They're going to always try to, they're going to try to, quote, unquote, play God to try to find out why you're going through. You think about in the book of Job. Job went through a lot. Now, I'm going to tell you this. There are some things I went through, but I didn't go through as much as Job went through. And you think about all the stuff that he went through. First of all, we have to think about in the very beginning, Job was called a righteous man. And even in the situation that he faced, you know, losing his children, losing his animals, losing his, I mean, just, just lose even his health, his good health. He lost so much. And you expect when you're down, People that are supposed to be there for you, those that are supposed to be your friends, you expect them to say some type of encouragement, you know. But unfortunately, there were those that were in his era, instead of encouraging him, they were just, what, trying to make things worse. And so not only him dealing with the physical pain, the emotional pain, but think about the mental pain that he was dealing with. So, you know, like I said, even the situation I went through, you know, now I have to look at it as, you know what, it could have been worse. So with Job, when they boiled down to it, people are trying to figure out why he went through, why he's going through. But at the end, the same ones that Try to put him down are the ones that had they had to go to him to repent, and so not just looking at job but also you look at in first excuse me in John the ninth chapter from the first to the twelfth verse, it talked about the man that was born blind, the man that was blind from birth, and they were trying to figure out okay, is he blind because his parents sinned? Is he blind because he sinned, and the answer is no. Let me go to the third chap- the third verse. The third verse says, neither this man nor his parents sinned, said Jesus, but this happened so that the work of God might be displayed in him, so a lot of things happen it's not because of something we did or. Our parent did or some generation curse. There are things that happen, and if you notice, God would not put more upon us than we' able to bear. You think about you think about you know your family. you can't choose who family you're born in, so if you can't choose the family that you're born in, you have to think about you're in that specific family for a reason for a purpose now Unfortunately, there are some people. Who may have come from a dysfunctional family. But in the midst
0: of that,
1: regardless of that, God can get the glory out of this. You know, my dad always said this. He said, There's always some good out of every situation. But it's our responsibility to seek God for that good, to find out what is the
0: purpose.
1: Of what we're dealing with Or what we're going through So I found out a lot of things That we go through in our life Is actually revealing A purpose Or the purpose That God has for us in our life What do I mean? You think about a child Who might have been uh, Adopted A child who might have been adopted Now A lot of people can't witness to someone who's been adopted because why because they never experienced that they don't have firsthand experience but those who have been adopted they can minister to others who were adopted because they understand in detail the specifics they kind of know from behind the scene versus someone who never been adopted so they know the insight of things In other words, also, there's a connection. And when you think about it, especially when you're involved in something, uh, when you've been through something, there's a – it's like a a deeper anointing. There's like a a deeper passion because what we deal with in our life, when we begin to start dealing with things or going through things, if we can seek God and ask God to help us to be able to really just kind to do some homework – because the things that we deal with in our life is actually a homework assignment that God has given us in order for us to seek him and be able to seek his face, seek his word, pray, fast, and he'll be able to talk to us. He'll be able to uh, uh, fellowship with us, commune with us, minister to us, so that way we can be able to minister to others. Whatever we deal with in our life, Not only leading us to our purpose, but also even the ministries that God has opened up for us. Like I said, not only God would not put more upon us than we able to bear, but also there's nothing that happened in our life that God did not allow. So if God allowed it in our life, that means that there's a purpose, there's a reason. And so whatever happens... First of is for our good. God is going to turn it for our good. Now, does that mean that everything is good or feel good? No, but the ending result is going to turn, it's going to spin for our good. You know, a lot of people, they don't like eating raw onions. Now, there are a few of them that I realize that like raw onions, but the majority of the people don't like to eat raw onions but when you look at it when you can slice up them onions and put them in some type of soup or some type of food beverage that you're going to be preparing they have a benefit not only as far as being able to eat it but also even to drink it to put it in some type of drink enzymes or the nutrients that are in there is beneficial to the body So what do I mean? Even though it does not
0: taste good,
1: but it's going to be good for our body. So the end result is going to turn out for our favor. So like I said, we have to seek God. We have to seek God for ourselves to be able to find out what is that purpose in our life pertaining to those situations that we're in, regardless if, you were born in it, or even sometimes the things that we fall upon ourselves in, even the consequences that we deal with in our life, God can turn it for our good. So the key thing we have to do is seek God no matter what. In other words, trust God. Trust God. Trust God's plan for your life. And, when we look at it, it's responsibility. If we obedient to God, if we serving God, if we seeking God's face, it's God's responsibility to take care of us. It's God's respons- responsibility to commune with us, to guide us, to teach us. We have to become dependent upon God, not independent from God. We have to be solely dependent upon God. In other words, you put You put it back into God's responsibility to take care of you, to provide for you, to counsel you, to lead you, whatever, because we have nowhere else to go. We're helpless without God. We're helpless. So if we are dependent upon God, if we're seeking God, if we're letting God know, you know what, God? I can't handle this on my own. I can't deal with this by myself. God, I need you. That's a song that we used to sing back in the day. I need thee every hour. I need. I'm dependent upon you. You're my lifeline. You're my source. You're not my. You're not just my resource. You are my source. You are my strength. You have to talk to God. You have to commune with God. Let God know whatever situation that you're in, that it is beyond your control. And we have to recognize that a lot of things that we deal with, it is beyond our control. I want to share this with you. This week, I um, I felt something in my eye, and I, I'm used to having eyelashes, eyelashes falling to my eye. So this mo- uh, one morning, I got up, and I looked in the mirror, and I thought I was going to see it, but I didn't see it. And I got my phone, cut on the light, and I looked in my eye. I didn't see it. I'm like, oh, boy. And it was time for me to get ready to go to work, but I had to drive with that eyelid uh, eyelash in my eye. So eventually I didn't see it. And it was time for me to go. So I'm up here driving. So there was a period where I didn't feel it. So as I'm driving, this thing you know, I feel it. I'm like, oh, boy, oh, boy. So I hurried up and I made it to work. I made it to work went to the restroom, and I got the light, and I looked, and I looked, I didn't see it. And I'm like, man, and it hit me. I can't find the eyelash in my eye. I can't find it. But I didn't talk to God about it. I didn't ask God to reveal it. I didn't I didn't tell God, God, I need you to, you know, get this eyelash out of my eye. I didn't tell him that. But when I became aware of it, I said, you know what, God? I said, God, this is too much for me. This is not my problem. This is not my problem. This is your problem. God, this is beyond my control. So I need you to get this eyelash out of my eye. So what I did, I already had a little toilet paper and always wet it with a little warm water. So at first, I was digging in my eye. I couldn't see it, couldn't see it, couldn't see it. God had me to get that toilet paper, that wet toilet paper, and dig in my eye. And this time, he had me to just make one swipe. I made one little swipe in the same area, around the same area that I've been digging in. I just made one little swipe, and I looked at the little uh, toilet paper, and there was not one, but there were two eyelashes that were on that toilet paper. Not one, two. And I was like, wow. And it showed me that I was in a situation that was beyond my control. With my naked eye, I couldn't see what, the eyelash, what, what that eyelash was. And also, I just felt one. I just thought it was one. But God knew where they were. God revealed not just where one was, but where two was in the same spot. So Even though that's an analogy pertaining to my eye, but it's the same analogy that we have to look at pertaining to our life. There are some things that we deal with in our life, and we
0: deal with it, and it it
1: nag us, and it nag us, and it's going to keep nagging us until we realize, God, this is too much for me, and I need you to come in and fix this. So only God can do that. And sometimes God allows us to be in a situation so that way we we can realize that we are helpless. You know, uh, the other thing, I ended up having to uh, work on my website. My website was causing me problems, and I was working on it, and I've been working on it for the past number of months. And a lot of people wanted to work on it, but it was at a very, very, very high rate. And those that know me, I'm very frugal. And so It hit me once again, you know what, God, matter of fact, I prayed last Sunday. I said, God, you're going to fix this website this week. I need you to fix it this week. All the other time when my website was down, I didn't ask God. I didn't talk to God about it. I just figured, you know what, I'll I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Or uh, i let the uh, computer people try to figure it out. And when I realized they wanted a lot of money and I realized, you know what? I'm talking to everybody else. I'm calling people from around the world, but I did not talk to God. And so this week I said, you know what, God, I need your help. You know what's wrong with this website. I don't. But I don't want to be spending any money. This is the money that you have put me responsible for, and I don't want to spend any money. So, God, I need you to fix this problem. And it seemed like a couple of minutes later, I heard God say, person that you watch on the video on YouTube to help you build their website, you need to contact them. And I looked on their website, and they had their personal contact number. So the assistant spoke to me, and he gave me the link to update my program. So when I'm updating it, I had to close everything down, and I started putting things back together piece by piece. And I'm here to tell you that problem was going on for some months. And I'm here to tell you as of today, I got it up and running today at 4 o'clock in the morning, thing running. Now, there are some small little things that I'm, you know, nitpicky things I'm, I'm fixing, but the major problem no longer exists. Come to find out, I had to update the theme. The theme that I had in the very beginning is outdated. And so what it made me think about, what I used to get my website started was outdated. And it made me look at when I begin to praise God, even in the midst of my difficulties, when I begin to praise God through whatever I'm dealing with, he gives me an updated version of whatever that I need. And also, even though the thing that I had in the very beginning, even though it served its purpose for a little while, but I had to get more. I had to get an updated version, and the updated version had more functions, better functions than I had. And I thank God because I listened to God, and I went to the right place. He led me to the right resource. Because he's the source. He led me to the right resource. I'm able to have not just what I need, but what I want. And so I could have easily given up. And a lot of time in life, the devil wants us to give up, but we can't give up. So whatever we deal with in our life, it's easy for us to play the victim. And sometimes the devil wants us to have a pity party, whatever we're going through. He wants us to sit down. He wants us to feel sorry for ourselves. But you know what? It's easy for us to have a pity party. It's easy for us to feel sorry for ourselves whenever we go through things. But true victorious people, they may fall down, but they don't stay down. True victorious people not only don't stay down, but they get up. They get up, but they allow God to be their source and their strength. You know, I'm going to tell you this, and, <clears throat> you know, one of the things I found out, especially as, uh, let's say, someone who might have been in a relationship, I know some years ago I was married, and I ended up going through a divorce. And I ended up running to a friend of mine, and I did tell her that I went, I was going through a divorce, and, you know, I, I hated it, and uh, it was just so much stuff. That I was looking, I was like, you know what, God, I need you to help me in this situation, and let's be transparent, let's be transparent. You know, a lot of times, even when people have had a spouse whom I have left, some people, it's easy for them to throw their hands up. It's easy for them to, you know, why, why, you know, you have these questions you have these questions that you want to ask God, and like I said, it doesn't make you less than a question less than a Christian to, to have these questions. It's okay to ask questions you know God want to hear our true feelings God want to, God want to hear from our heart, and there are some things that happen in life we just don't understand, so we serve a God who want to hear from his child, and so there are some things that even through my divorce and even through my uh, uh, going through the visitation rights and everything, I would ask God, you know, God, I need your help. And I'm gonna tell you this: anybody who has gone through a divorce um, and seeing a child just screaming and crying, you know, I will go by to see my son, and I've I've always been the quote unquote Mister Mom, so to speak. And so I would go by, I would visit him, we would go out and eat, and when it was time for me to leave, I would take him back home and just to see him beg and pleading, Daddy, please don't go, Daddy, please don't go. And I'm like, oh, it was breaking my heart. It was it was really, really hurting me. And so dealing with that, and I would ask, I mean, I had to sneak out. I had to run out, and I would hear him through the doors, through the walls, screaming and hollering. I'm like, "Oh Lord, 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 Lord! I hate, I hate, it. I hate it! I hated to hear him go through that. I hated it." And so, one day, I was talking to God, and I said, "God, I, I, I need some help. I, I, I can't deal with this on my own, and I hate to hear my son go through this. I know how I feel to go through." You know, parents going through divorce. I know I've been there, and I I vowed I never wanted to go through that. Tell you this, you can't make other people decisions for them. So the only thing I can say is, when people choose a decision that you don't want to go with, you have to accept a person's decision. You can't make somebody uh, stay or be with you against their will. So in all that being said, I was talking to God, and I said, God, this is is hurtful. I said, God, I love my son. I never want to be away from my son. I said, I need you to speak to me. What do I do? And he said, I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, that ye may be also. I said, okay, okay, that sounds good. But, God, I need a word pertaining to my situation. I need some help. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, that ye may be also. I said, God, look, I, I, I really don't understand this. I don't understand what that scripture has to do with my current situation. I don't know. He said one more time, he said, I'm going to prepare a place for you. I am your father. Right now, there's some separation between you and I. There's some separation between you, my son, and me, your father. But right now, I'm going to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. In other words, while there's separation between you and I, I'm building up something. So when I come back to get you, you're going to be able to enjoy what I feel for you. And so what God was showing me was even in the midst of what I was dealing with pertaining to my son, right now there's some distance But he said, you seek me and you listen to what I tell you and I'm going to help you not only emotionally, but even in the process, I will help you physically, emotionally, financially, every aspect. So that way you all can be able to enjoy the blessings that I have for you if you seek and trust me. And they really minister to me. And so now, that's the reason why, for those that know me, that's why I do what I do. Number one, I believe in advancing God's kingdom. I believe in ministering however way I can. But also, under the same token, even setting an example to my son. But also, even the blessings that God has provided for me, I tell him this is for us. And matter of fact, we have a talk today. We had a talk today, my son and I. I call it uh, Dylan and Daddy time, and we had a great time fellowship and just talking. And not only I enjoyed it, but he told me he enjoyed it too. And so, what the devil meant for evil, God can turn it for our good. You know. Also, God can God can use the moments that the devil was trying to make you bitter. God can use it to make you better. And so even in the process of going through a divorce and and been divorced for some years, even being able to thank God for my son and mother, you know, I thank God. I hear so many stories of, you know, uh, they call it baby daddy drama, baby mama drama, all these things. And I thank God now. There might have been some times that we did not see eye to eye, but I thank God that it is not as worse as it could have been. So I thank God for it. You know, there, as I said, when I saw it today, I was able to take take my son, and we were at peace. So I thank God for that. And so I tell people, no matter what you deal with in life, no matter if it's something that you are you are dealing with that you might have caused upon yourself, or even someone has done something towards you, if you are uh, a recipient of Consequences, or if you're just a plain victim, no matter what, God can help you about everything in your life. God can help you, God can help you and give you a word, even in the midst of your storm, even in the circumstances you don't understand. And, you know, and Lord, we have somebody on the line. We're going to be ready to go to the air. But I do want to say this you know, there's, I, I, I used to go to the nursing home. And you expect going there, some people may be sad, some people may be, you know, depressed, you would expect that. But to go there and these people are so happy, so joyous, you know, on the outside, they did not have everything that we had. But on the inside, they had more than what we had. They knew how to appreciate even just being able to wake up, because a lot of times we we take things for granted. You know, uh, I heard this analogy. Somebody said that it's it's not a blessing to buy a steak. It's more of a blessing to be able to chew a steak. Just being able to have your right frame of mind, just being able to have the ability to chew food, to buy food, not, not just to buy food, but to bite food. You know, thank God for that. You know, I was looking at the other day. I said this some weeks ago. I saw a couple. I saw a couple that were walking in the rain. They were holding hands, laughing, enjoying each other, complaining. They walking in the rain while there are some couples on the other side of town in a brand new car arguing and fussing. They could have said, you know what? Why, why me? You know, they may not have had a transportation, but God gave them the ability to have transportation called feet. So even they may not be in a car, but they were in, they were what? They were enjoying fellowship one another, not just walking, but they were walking and enjoying each other. So no matter what we deal with in our life, thank God that God has helped us to be able to lean upon him in every situation that we deal with. And you know, like I said, it's okay to talk to God about what's going on in your life. Let him know your fear, your concern. Let him know even if you're upset, it's okay. Talk to him. You know, but you know, we always we always honorable to God. Being able to give him reverence. You know, just understand that God wanna know how you feel? What's going on? You know, now, he he's God. He knows everything, but he wants you to know that he want to hear from you. He wants you to know that he wants you to come to him and talk to him. God has an open communication with his children, but just as open as he has for us, we have to be able to talk to him and trust him, trust God's heart, trust God's plan for our life. I see someone on the air. Let me see if I can um, go here, go to this line right here. Hello, welcome to Reconnect My Heart. You're on the air. Can you hear me? Let me see. Matter of fact, I'm so sorry. Um, I've had a problem. Matter of fact, what I'm going to do, I'm on. I can't hear you. Problems with... Uh, my computer's been able to hear, but what we're gonna do if you're if you're speaking i'm gonna I'm gonna pause for a minute And let you speak
0: okay okay
1: I'm gonna see in the meanwhile if I can fix this problem so apologize. apologize for this um, I had technical difficulties, and i I was not going to counsel this show. I wanted to make sure I continued to I, I wanted to make sure I continued with the program, but um, I'm gonna see if I can hear this person. And if I can, then I'm 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 glad. That, give me. Okay, okay, that's good. Okay. Now, we fixed the we fixed the problem, but the the person just wanted to listen to the show, so we thank God for that. But what we're going to do, we want each and every one to know that there are things that happen in our life we don't know, we don't understand, but. Know that no matter what, God can use everything for our good. And like there was a song that I don't know if I had said it earlier, but the song said we'll understand it better by and by. So no matter what we deal with in our life, no matter what's going on in our life, no matter what we what has transpired in our life, we can trust God with every aspect of our life and in every aspect of our life. God is concerned about it. So no matter Who you are, no matter how long you've been saved or no matter if you, whatever past you have had, you give your life to God and know that no matter what, he wants you to come to him. He wants you to trust him in every area of your life. But also, even the things that you may not understand, there are some things that we may understand later on in life. There are some things that we may not understand until we make it to heaven. But on the other hand, there are some things that we may not ever understand, even when we make it to heaven. But the key thing is, no matter what, we're not going to allow what's going on in our life to define who we are. We're not going to allow whatever's going on or whatever we've dealt with. We're not going to let that define who we are in our life. You know, unfortunately, there's a matter of fact, I was looking at the other day, I was looking at there are some uh, there are some kids who were, Kidnapped, and they were going into um uh sex trafficking unfortunately that's now that's something that people don't choose or volunteer to get into, but the thing is, even though the devil tried to destroy that person, the devil tried to destroy them mentally, spiritually, emotionally, or whatever, no matter what even this situation happening. God can flip it and turn it for their good to be able to be more than an overcomer pertaining to whatever they dealt with. Like I said, there are some things, even the things that we deal with in our life. Now I tell people, believers, it's okay to get professional help. Because there are some things that people deal with that it takes good Christian counselors, to be able to help them to process things and that doesn't mean that they ain't saved. There are some Christian counselors that are ministers. That's their ministry. It's just like going to the doctor uh, for medicine. You go to the pharmacist. Same thing pertaining to some Christian counselors. They're here. They're providing help for us. Not just mentally, but spiritually. So they are here to help us. And so there are some things that you may have dealt with in your life. It's okay to get professional help. So don't let anybody make you feel like, well, no, no, you you, you, you shouldn't do that. You, you're doubting God. You, you're not trusting God. No, guess what? You're trusting God with the resources that he's provided for you. So it's Okay to go. It's okay. You don't have to tell people your business. You don't have to tell people you go. You just go. And you know what? To each his own. For those who may tell you you shouldn't and you feel that you, you should, it's okay. You don't have to prove anything to anybody. That's you. That's your life. And look at it. Like I said, God providing resources for you to get the help that is needed so that way you can be properly healed so that way you can be able to not just function in life, but also being able to help somebody else that may be going through the same thing. Because actually, like I said, that's where we get our strength from when we begin to, when we overcome what we're dealing with and then we be able to help one another, when we begin to help other people who have gone through the same thing. I found out a good teacher, they learn more when they begin to teach. Not just as a student, but when they are good students, they learn, they know. And then when they become a teacher and they're teaching others, then that's when they start learning more. Same thing pertaining to what we deal with in our life. Whatever we're dealing with, God can help us, God can heal us. And then we begin to start helping other people that have gone through the same thing, then that helps us even more. Even though we might have been healed from it, it helps us to be able to, what, do the things that God has for us to do. And like I said, also, it helps us to even tap into our purpose, tap into the purpose that God has for us in our life. So you never know. You never know. Even the things that you felt like you would never overcome, that thing that you felt like, you know what, I can't shake this out of my life. I guarantee you, give it to God, and God can help you to overcome if it's hurt, if it's rejection, if it's whatever feeling that you might have dealt with pertaining to what transpired in your life, know that God can help you and he can heal you and he can not only give you a testimony, but he can help you to help other people to have a testimony. And so if there's anyone that's listening who may have gone through something like I just described, if you want to give it to God, this is the opportunity for you to be able to just cast all your cares upon him because he cares for you. But not only that, but whatever situation that you have in your life that you may be currently dealing with, know that there's nothing too hard for God. And know just like when Peter, Peter walked out of the boat, he said, Lord, help me. He didn't have to say no long narrative. No, straight to the point, whatever you're dealing with in your life, you can tell God, if you hurt God, I'm hurt. If you don't understand God, I don't understand. If you're confused, God, I'm confused. I don't know what's going on. None of this makes sense. You can give it to God. Talk to God like you would talk to your best friend. Because I guarantee you, sometimes people that you know, people that you love, they may tell your business. But God would never tell your business. God's not going to blabber your business. Of confidentiality to what you give him God wants you to give it to him and you can trust God's heart you can trust God's plan you can trust god's you can trust God that the secret that you give him is going to stay right there and know there's anyone else who may be dealing with something. No matter what it is, you can give it to God once and for all. The Heavenly Father, we coming to you right now, thank you, Lord, for your awesomeness. We coming to you right now, God, we acknowledge your presence on tonight, God. God, we ask you, Lord, first of all, God, to forgive us, God. There's anything that's in us that's unlike you, God. We ask you for your forgiveness and we receive your forgiveness. God, we thank you, Lord, for being the God of a first, second, third of many chances, God. We thank you Lord, for your unfailing love, God. We thank you Lord, for your grace and your mercy. And God, we ask you, Lord to help those God who may be going through do something, God, they asking why, God. God, why them, God? Why they gotta deal with it. Why they gotta suffer this way. Why they going through this and other people not going through that. God, no matter what questions that they have, God, God, we know that you got all the answers, God. And God help them, God, to even trust you, God, with the with the answers, God, even if they don't get it on this side of glory, God, help them, God, to trust you, God, and rely upon you, God. Help them, God, in every area of their life, God, to depend upon you, God. And, God, we ask God like, to help them, God, and send them around people, God, that's going to give them to your word, God, that's going to give them towards you, God. God, ask you, God, to send them around people, God, that's going to speed your Your word, your life, God, into them right now, God. and. God, we ask, Lord, to help those who may be grieving, God. God, we ask, Lord, to touch their heart, heal their heart right now, God. God, who may be brokenhearted right now, God. we speak, speaking, God, that you heal every wound, every scar, and every scar tissue right now, God. There are things that they don't understand right now, God. But, God, we know that we will understand it all by and by, God. And, God, we ask, Lord, to help those, God who may not be saved, God. Give them that desire, God, to accept you as Lord and Savior in their life right now in the name of Jesus and saying about everything you stand for, about every problem, by every confusion right now. In the name of Jesus, even in the midst of hurt, even in the midst of loneliness or rejection, we're going to praise you, God. And God, we know, God, if we praise you in the midst of our situation, God, our praise will get us out of the situation right now. In the name of Jesus, God, we ask you, Lord to help us, God, to look at this as an opportunity, God, (laughs) That's for you to show up strong in our life, God, for us to learn more about your character, your nature right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, we ask that to help us, God, even in the midst of whatever we're dealing with, God, to praise you, God, we trust you, God, that even like the Hebrew boys, God, even get us out the fire, God, God, we know that you can, God, you have the ability, God, and God, we trust you no matter what right now, God. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for everything you've done, God, we thank you, Lord, for the testimony coming from this right now, God. And we thank you for everything you've done, everything you're going to do. In Jesus' name we pray. We say amen, amen, amen. I want to thank each and every one who tuned in to the show, and I thank you all for listening to the show for tonight. We ask you, for those who may be listening for the first time, we thank you. Just know that we're praying for you, and just know that this is the opportunity for us to be able to trust God no matter what. So as of tonight, we thank you for listening. And also, once again, uh, for those who uh, have any suggestions on future topics, feel free to contact me on Facebook on Brother Prater, Brother Prater, B-R-O-T-H-E-R, Prater, P as in Paul, R-A-T as in in Tom, E-R, You can read my daily devotions and videos, and also you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, or you can go to my website at www.brotherprater.org. You will see the daily devotions, upcoming events, and personal appearances. Also, you can go to the store section of my book. Uh, You can go to the store section where you can purchase my book, A Few Good Men, A Path to Godly Fatherhood. A Few Good Men was written to inform men of the needs and responsibilities to their families, children, spouse, or children's mother to inform women the needs of men and to give single women the qualities of a potential future husband and or father to present or future children. I want to thank each and everyone who tuned in to the show and thank you for listening to Reconnect My Heart radio program. God bless you
0: and good night.